Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Everything Is Black and White Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Musgrove, and today joined by Newcastle United legend Mick Quinn. He's going to talk us through his take on Newcastle United's transfer window. Of course, five signs through the door. The return of Andy Carroll and looking ahead to Newcastle United versus Arsenal, where we will see, we think, Joe Linton making his Newcastle United debut. Of course, McQuinn scored quite a few goals on his debut against Leeds United. We'll be talking about that too. Yeah, so Mick, what do you uh, make of Newcastle United's transfer window then? Five in. Um, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the return of Annie Cowell first of all. Your take on that? Uh, Andy, um, I just don't, don't know what he's got in the tank. If we all knew that, it's a bit like buying a used car, isn't it? Um, when they're brand new, they're exciting. <laughs> they um, they uh, are great to watch, great to uh, play, great to be in and everything. Can, I don't know, you know, whether injuries have took their toll, but on a free transfer, I suppose he's a good lad to have around. We know what he is capable of doing on his day, and that's terrorising defences, um, creating chances and scoring goals for himself as well. So it's a punt, definitely a punt. Um, but, if you know, it's a punt that could come off, do you know what I mean? And mm. if it does come off, then... Um, if it does come off, then... <laughs> uh, it, it'll be a punt worth taking, definitely. He gives you something different, doesn't he? You know, he's kind of someone you, you would maybe bring on the last 10, 15 minutes if it's not been going your way, pump the ball in the box, you know, use that heading ability. So he, he gives you something a bit different, I suppose, Newcastle... You would argue don't have you know without him in the squad. Well, they had Rondon last year. He was good in the air. He held the ball up and worked the socks off. So he's got to match what so that he does um, from last year. So as far as um, as far as is he going to give Newcastle something different? Uh, you know, a little bit more height, I would think. And and um, but look. <laughs> I don't know. Look, for nothing, we've got him for nothing. I, it's very hard to judge if he's going to be a success. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Hmm. Um, is he going to start? Is he going to uh, be coming off the bench to make an impact? I could see if it was going to be the other way, you know, off the bench to make an impact. Then he would. Then he would be handy to have around the place. But I just think it's very difficult to to get carried away and say, oh, he's back, you know, uh, and he's back home and he's saying he's, you know, he always wants to come back home. We've just got to see what he's got to offer. We haven't seen a lot of him, have we, um, last season or so. He, again, he's been nagged by uh, injuries and, um, and like I said, it's hard to compare the Andy Carroll that's left to the Andy Carroll that's back now. So, hopefully, he can be the Andy Carroll that left. But, you know, there's a bit... A few years passed since since he since he was the player they sold for what thirty five million was it? Hmm. Yeah, thirty five million. Yeah. So I'm not getting carried away with Andy coming back, but I hope I hope he sort of can have an effect, whether it's off the bench or even starting. You know, if he gets if he get can get back to that form and can stay fit, he is an handful. He isn't. There's no no two ways about it. 
And uh, he does, uh, old-fashioned wise, terrorise centre backs. Yeah, he most certainly does. Definitely, with that that the height. Um, obviously Newcastle signed Joe Linton, a new number nine, forty million pounds. What have you made of him so far? Have you seen? Have you seen anything of him? Again, question mark. No, I haven't seen much of him. All I've heard that he's quick, he's raw. Um, you know, he's a decent size. Uh, he's had a, has he had a cap for Brazilian under twenty one something. I think, yeah, he's not yet gone to senior level, but that's that's his aim. He says that he wants to do well here and then get into that into that senior team. I I just hope we haven't paid way over the top, way over the top for him because. Um, Definitely price wise. I know he's young. Um, what's he, 22? Is he? Yeah, yeah. 20... Uh, I know he's young and I know he probably has got ability, but, you know, was it 41 million? 40, 40 million, yeah, 40 million. 40 million on a player that hasn't reached double figures league goals in his career, has he? As no. far as I know, it eight, eight league goals he scored yeah. in each season. I think he's got double figures with cup cup competitions, hasn't he? Um, but again, like I said, I'm 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 just I'm saying as it is. I'm not. Do you know what I mean? I'm just telling you how I feel um, with the signings. I'm hoping he can fit that number nine shares. I'm hoping he can be a real success. So it is the Premier League, not the Bundesliga, not the Austrian league. So I'm just hoping. I mean, whether he's shaped up in in the reserve game, sorry, in the preseason games, or he's look sharp. But I, t- I just think this type of player, and I'm looking at Almiron as well, who looked busy. You know, he's skillful and all that. But he could have done with a goal and an assist, couldn't he? Early on when he started, it wasn't for the uh, it wasn't for the lack of trying. But I just hope the kid gets off if he does start, gets off to a, a good start, you know, a goal just to get his confidence. And it's so important for any striker when they go to a new club, just to get off, you know, to a good start and go from there. But hand on heart, I think, that, you know, I'm hoping wrong, but you know, uh, and it could turn out to be a great signing. But I think they play way over top for what he's achieved so far as a professional footballer. Well, that leads me to my next question. Obviously, you. And your Newcastle United debut, few people have matched what you managed, um, and it, 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 it's a bit of a similar notion going into this game. Obviously, talk of boycotts on Sunday against Arsenal yeah, when you yeah, arrived. Yeah, the yeah. mood wasn't exactly brilliant. Either. I remember you telling the story about you know banners when you were walking up the stadium, and you went on the pitch, and you, you know you you annihilated the opposition. So, just I mean, how important is it a to get off to a good start on your on your league debut? Oh, but also, I can't, I, I can't emphasize that enough because with me you know I mean I got the when I was seeing Jim Smith I mean he talked he was trying to talk me out of not wearing the number nine shirts because no one had scored I think 20 league goals for 25 years nobody wanted to score nobody wanted to uh, to wear it you know um, or he had a bit of a jinx with the big names I'd wear that wore in the past but um, but he, like I said Jim tried to talk me out of it but I said no I wasn't having none of it I believed I could score goals but to me, that most important goal in my Newcastle career was that penalty. And it was an opportunity to get off the mark, and you know what I mean, on your first game. Uh, no, irrelevant to the results, I know I'm being quite selfish here, but irrelevant to the results, to get off the mark with a number nine shirt on at home. As soon as I scored that goal, my confidence, stature, everything just built. And then I just believed every time I put that black and white shirt on. From that first goal, I could score, and I, I, I more or less did. 
um, most of the time. <laughs> so I just think, I don't know whether professional footballers think the way we do then days or the way I did as a goal scorer. All I wanted to do was score goals. I know that they probably got a bit more to the game centre forwards these days, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, to, to coin a, an old-fashioned phrase, you still have to put the ball in the back of the net to win a football match. Simple as. It- Defend well and then put it in the back of the net. So, he's got to come to Newcastle and he's got to score goals. There's no point running around, um, you know, like a chicken with no head and having no effect in that 18-yard box. Um, he has to have an effect. For that money, he has to score goals. I'm not putting pressure on him because, you know, even at the level of, when, when I joined Newcastle, um, there was pressure on me to, to, to wear the number nine and score the goals. But, you know, I just think he has to deliver. Simple as for that money, definitely. And, money. and with the discontent off the pitch, I mean, were you aware of what was going on in the stands and, and the feeling? Yeah, yeah, listen, that, 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 that was in my book. You know, I was after the sign with Jim, you know, I had the family, we went, went in, uh, into the city centre and just for a walk around. And um, there was about 1,500 supporters, supporters would change. Um, demonstrations through the city centre, you know, sack the board, sack the board, sack the board, and it was uh, McKeag at the time that was in charge, and you know they wanted a mouse, and <laughs> one of them had a placard. The day I signed, it said, "Who the f- McQueen?" <laughs> 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 and I, you know, I, I just laughed it off type thing because, you know, they'd just been relegated from Division One or the Premier, yeah, Division One at the time. Uh, I was playing in Division Two with Portsmouth down the south coast. Probably after Madden fucking heard of me anyway. You know what I mean? But. Uh, and that made me even more determined just to get off to a good start. Uh, not to shut them up because, you know, they had every right to moan. I mean, they'd been relegated, uh, Mid-Indiania left, um, they were burning shirts on the pitch last game of the season up there. I'd done my own work, actually, when, when I went up there. So I knew the club was in a little bit of turmoil. I knew they wanted to cut and board the directors out. And... Um, I knew what I had to do was, was score goals and give them something to shout about because, like I said, we'd talk of boycotts and so on. Give them, you know, uh, sort of another number nine hero. Mm. And, and after that, floodgates opened. Everyone, was, everyone who wore the number nine was scoring goals after I, after, after I was there. And uh, right through up till now. So, yeah, big, you know, just... Uh, I said I don't want to laugh, cry, boo, or cheer at the moment. You know, Rafa going and, you know, the, some of the dealings look okay, some don't, and uh, and some have got big question marks over. All I can do as a ex-player who loves the club, loves the city, is sit back now with an open mind. I'm not going to slag anyone off, not going to uh, say, oh, that's great business they've done, or... I'm talking, you know, how I feel and just going to, with an open mind, want them to win, obviously, and mm. see how the season develops. Because even the manager, you know, Brucey, I played against, um, you've got to give him an opportunity, you've got to give him a chance. But, you know, people keep telling me his Premier League winning ratio is crap as well. So, so um, like I said, all the, all the negatives are there if you want to use them. That's what I'm trying to say, you know, all the negatives are there if you want to use them. 
Um, there's one or two positives here and there. But at the end of the day, I think we've just got to approach this season with an open mind and hope they're going to win. I don't know about boycotts, whether they work or whether they don't. I really don't. I mean, it's, you know, new manager now, new players. <coughs> I don't want them to be booed or, you know, any vitriol or any negativity because they've got to win Premier League matches. They've got to win Premier League matches and stay in that division again. What do you make well, of Steve Bruce then? Are you, do you think it's a good appointment in terms of the options that were out there? Or? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I just think with him, he's a good lad. Obviously, he's always, probably always wanted to manage his hometown club and you've got to give him a chance. You've got to give him a chance. But I just hope it's not similar to McLaren, you know, to Pardew, to uh, similar types of managers who, or, yeah, similar types of managers who had a go and it, it went really successful and in the end it, it just all failed, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I'd be interested to see, that's what I'm saying, I've got to approach this season with open mind because we've got to see how they're going to play as well. Are going to be a bit more attacking than, than probably Rafa? A bit, a bit more looser than Rafa. You know, are they going to concede more goals than Rafa's team? Or is it going to be? Is it going to be more exciting than Rafa's team? You know, I, I just—it's very, very hard. Like I said, if I was a Newcastle fan, I, I wouldn't know what they're, what they're thinking at the moment. Some are for, some are against. You know, it's a really weird feeling going into the first game of, of the Premier League season. And like I said, you don't know what to, to cheer, boo, laugh, cry. <laughs> you don't know what to do at the moment. But all I'd say is. I'd probably I'd sit back and before if there's any comments, give the team a chance to see what they are capable of in first half a dozen games and the manager. And let's see what let's see what's happening. Bottom line, we'll always be we want Ashley out. We don't want him at the club. And I've still got no positive thoughts about the about the, the guy in any sense or form. You know, um I mean this kid, the new signer with Rafa wasn't it his signing, Ashley, rather than... Um, I mean, I've seen an awkward interview with Bruce and, and the kid, um, Joe Linton, um, when he just met him. Hmm. You remember, did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about his hair and that, you know. So, it looks an Ashley signing as well, which is strange. But um, I think, didn't Rafa say he probably he wasn't ready for the Premier League or yeah, something? Yeah, Rafa felt he wasn't, he wasn't ready. He didn't want he to play the He wasn't quite ready for the Premier League, yeah. so... So, look, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, I desperately want to see well for the fans, you know, like I said, who go through the mill with Ashley, you know, season in, season out. Don't know why the fella's still hanging around or probably do know why the fella's still hanging around because he's making money out of the club. That's why he's hanging around, Ashley. Uh, but it's a toy to him. It's, you know, to shop. It's one of his buys. And... Um, I don't think he cares about Newcastle United. I don't think he cares about the fans. Uh, it's a toy that he makes money out of. Simple as. But he's had to back. He's had to Bruce. Um, he's had to back any new manager, you know, because he, he needs because to, to make that money, he needs to stay in the Premier League. Mm. And just just finally, keeping Isaac Hayden, keeping Sean Longstaff, keeping Jamal Lascelles. I mean, really, really important. They've done that, and they have done that. So, I mean, that's one big positive, isn't it? Especially Hayden, after the season he had last season, he was... Well, I'd say especially the Cells, because he's the captain and he's the 
he speaks a lot of sense, Jamal, and you can see him. He's an influence on the pitch, along with the keeper. The two big influences. Hayden did very well. Did very well, um, especially after an indifferent start of the season. So he, you know, I think he won the fans back over Hayden. So yeah, good to kept in. Jamal for me is the key. Um, so you want to keep that young talent and develop that young talent, build teams around that young talent. Sean, brilliant when he came into the team. He looked like he was a seasoned professional in that team, and, and, and that's a compliment because you know he looks like he's been part of that team, although he's only a youngster. So um, when you have that ability, teams are going to come sniffing. I'm so pleased he's there, and so pleased he's he's in a black and white shirt next season. And like I said, that's why you know with, for them particular reasons. You just got to give the team a chance, you know. And I'm not saying forgive Vasily or anything, because, like I said, common denominator is you all want them out. But it's a new season, it's a new manager, there's new players, and we've we've got to have some sort of fresh outlook and just sit back and see. Not necessarily take it, but sit back and and just watch what's going to develop, what's going to develop. And you know, if you do start winning matches, the fans will get behind them, you know, big time. <laughs> 